Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Numbers 33. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read through this summary of the journeys of the Israelites, we pray that we would learn your ways, that in our journeys we would be living your way, not rejecting you and your commands. We're thankful that you have given this to us so that we can learn things the easy way. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Numbers 33. These were the journeys of the Israelites who went out from the land of Egypt according to their divisions, by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Moses wrote down their movements according to their journeys on the command of Yahweh, and these are their journeys according to their movements. They set out from Ramses on the first month, on the fifteenth day of the first month, on the next day after the Passover, the Israelites went out boldly in the sight of all the Egyptians, while the Egyptians were burying all the firstborn among them whom Yahweh struck. Yahweh also executed punishments among their gods. Then the Israelites set out from Ramses, and they camped in Succoth. They journeyed from Succoth and camped in Etham, which is on the edge of the desert. They set out from Etham and returned to Pi-Hahiroth, which faces Baal-Zephon, and they camped before Migdal. They set out from Pi-Hahiroth and went through the midst of the sea into the desert, and they went a journey of three days into the desert of Etham and camped at Marah. They set out from Marah and came to Elam, and in Elam there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees, and they camped there. They set out from Elam, and they camped at the Red Sea. They set out from the Red Sea, and camped at the Desert of Sin. They set out from the Desert of Sin, and camped at Dufka. They set out from Dufka, and camped at Elush. They set out from Elush, and encamped at Rephidim. And it was there that the people had no water to drink. They set out from Rephidim, and camped in the Desert of Sinai. They set out from the Desert of Sinai, and camped at Kibrath Hatava. They set out from Kibrath Hatava and camped at Hazaroth. They set out from Hazaroth and camped at Rithma. They set out from Rithma and camped at Rimon Perez. They set out from Rimon Perez and camped at Libna. They set out from Libna and camped at Rissa. They set out from Rissa and camped at Kehelatha. They set out from Kehelatha and camped at Mount Shafer. They set out from Mount Shafer and camped at Herida. They set out from Herida and camped at Machiloth. They set out from Machaloth and camped at Tahath. They set out from Tahath and camped at Tira. They set out from Tira and camped at Mithka. They set out from Mithka and camped at Hasmona. They set out from Hashmona and camped at Masra. They set out from Masra and camped at Benijakin. They set out from Benijakin and camped at Horhagidad. They set out from Horhagidad and camped at Jotbatha. They set out from Jotbatha and camped at Ebrona. They set out from Abrona and camped at Ezen Geber. They set out from Ezen Geber and camped in the desert of Zin, that is, Kadesh. They set out from Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor, at the edge of the land of Edom. Aaron the priest went up to Mount Hor at the command of Yahweh, and he died there in the fortieth year after the Israelites had gone out from the land of Egypt, in the fifth month, on the first day of the month. Aaron was one hundred and twenty-three years old when he died on Mount Hor. Now the Canaanite, the king of Arad, 
who was living in the Negev, in the land of Canaan, heard of the coming of the Israelites. Then they set out from Mount Hor and camped at Zalmona. They set out from Zalmona and camped at Punon. They set out from Punon and camped at Oboth. They set out from Oboth and camped at Ai-Abiram, the boundary of Moab. They set out from Ayim and camped at Dibon-Gad. They set out from Dibon-Gad and camped at Almon-Diblatheum. They set out from Almon-Diblatheum and camped in the mountains of Abiram before Nebo. They set out from the mountains of Abiram and camped on the desert plateau of Moab, by the Jordan, across Jericho. They camped by the Jordan from Beth-Jeshemoth up to Abel-Shittim on the desert plateau of Moab. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses on the desert plateau of Moab by the Jordan across Jericho, saying, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, you will drive out the inhabitants of the land from your presence, and you will destroy all their idols and all the images of their molten idols, and you will demolish all their high places. You will dispossess the land and live in it, because I have given the land to you to possess it. You will distribute the land by lot, according to your clans. To the larger group, you will give a larger inheritance, and to the smaller group, you will give less inheritance. However the lot falls for him, there the lot will be. You will distribute it according to the tribes of your ancestors. But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land from your presence, then it will happen that whoever you let remain of them will be like irritants in your eyes and like thorns in your sides. They will be your enemies in the land in which you live. And just as I plan to do to them, I will do to you. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The Israelites are just east of the Jordan River, waiting to go into the land that God promised Abraham. This chapter is a summary of their journey that they took to get to this point. They left Egypt from Ramses the day after the Passover. We don't know most of the place names where they stayed, so it's really impossible to draw an accurate map of this journey. They wandered around a bit near Egypt and then crossed the middle of the Red Sea, This is just a brief list of place names, so it doesn't go back over the stories that were associated with each place, but we remember the Egyptians being drowned in the sea when they tried to follow. Then they came to some places that we remember from Exodus, like Mara, where the water was bitter, and Elam, with the 70 palm trees. Rephidim is mentioned here, just saying that there was no water to drink, but we remember how God had Moses strike the rock to provide water for them. The desert of Sinai is mentioned, but all the things that happened at Mount Sinai aren't mentioned. God speaking to the people, building the tabernacle or the golden calf. Kibrith Hatava, where the people craved meat and died. There's a long list of places that aren't mentioned anywhere else. The book of Numbers mostly talks about the beginning and end of the 40 years, so there are a lot of places mentioned here that we don't know anything about. Toward the end, they came to Mount Hor, where this chapter reminds us Aaron died. Then it ends by the Jordan, where they find themselves just outside the promised land. Then Yahweh starts to give them some instructions about taking the land. These instructions will continue into the next chapter. God says that they must drive out the inhabitants of the land, and they must destroy all of their idols and the places that they worship their gods. Then he tells them that they must distribute the land based on the size of the tribe and the clan, and based on drawing lots. We will see how that plays out in the book of Joshua. Then Yahweh warns them what will happen if they don't drive out the current inhabitants of the land. 
God says they will cause them no end of trouble, and eventually they will cause God to do to the Israelites what he had planned to do for the Canaanites, removal from the land. And now for a deeper dive. This list of the journey is probably a good time to remind ourselves of what the Bible is and is not. The Bible is not a history book. The Bible contains history. This chapter gives us an idea of a lot of history that isn't covered in Numbers or anywhere else in the Bible. We don't really know what happened most of those 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. Maybe it was just really boring. Or maybe things happened, but they just aren't important to what God is teaching us in this book. This book has a lot about God organizing his people, counting them, and assigning them duties, giving them laws. And it has a lot about the people rebelling and rejecting God and getting punished. But there is a lot that we don't know and we don't need to know. The point is that God organizes things. God sets the rules. When the people follow God, things work because God is working for them. When they reject God and go their own way, things go horribly wrong. It is simple, but they had such a hard time getting that lesson. May we learn the lesson the simple way, by reading, rather than through hard experiences in our own lives. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.